Hi friends, Camila here with a quick note on this surprising set. Just so's you know, lately at II, we've all been getting more experimental, even in our community gatherings, which are different from regularly meeting players and troops. While the flexibility started with our poetic and surreal storytelling circles, which evolved into sister podcast, Liminal Passengers, I found it not only valuable to have that surreal space as exploratory, but to continue to let the experimentation permeate the rest of I.I. By this second year, I've learned that improv, truly in the moment, on your toes thinking, means really not knowing what comes next, even for me as a director, teacher, or leader. And by the way, these are different roles to me, depending on the day. In the advanced circles, anyone can claim director for any amount of time, leading us to developing new sets or intensely focusing on certain skills. If I'm teaching, it's the people who have come to learn, and I do give notes, feedback, and side coach. If I'm leading, it just means I have organized the session, explain exercises that provide tools leading to the target of the sets, but let the players be who and what they need, and I'm open myself to feedback on what worked for them or their own observations that lead to brilliant trust, mutual respect, and fabulous group mind. So most of what is coming up for podcasting lately are what I call shit-at-a-wall sets. I go in with a plan, but based off of what I hear, I generally adjust, even if just a little tweak. This week's episode is a last-minute set in which I wanted two players to have a relationship that progressed in three separate scenes, interjected by a monologue that gave those scenes a broader, wider context to the world. And that monologue had to be inspired by surprise music given immediately prior to the performance of the improvised monologue. Because Maggie, our monologist, plays from calling in from a landline, which, by the way, is a gorgeous gift of audioprov, allowing for more types of participants, sharing the music such that she could speak over it, as we've been able to do in other circles, does not work well for landline Zoom. The telephone range is too restricted to pick up all the intricacies of voice and music on both ends. Therefore, prior to the set, I simply told the players, you must self-edit the scenes by stopping talking, which, by the way, is really hard to do and something we train. And I would play the music clip for 20 seconds the first time to inspire Maggie's monologue and add the underscore later. Then prior to her two remaining monologues, I replayed a 10-second reminder for the energy and the sound of the music, and that's all the editing I did. I feel like playing this way and with these players is the height of true and exciting improv for me. It's totally satisfying, safe, and ultimate listening. I absolutely recognize the caveat that not everything we do is published, and therefore I do get to mine for the variety and quality of sets. But due to the quality of improvisers, no set in my mind has ever been quote-unquote unpublishable, but some are a bit more redundant than others, or perhaps the timing and arc not as clean. So I choose sets that highlight a point or inspiration because I have to. If you don't know how I.I. goes... I have at least three sets a week, if not double that, from the various groups I run, plus literally dozens of clips. So this week is a sample of what I found to be a super short, sweet, and satisfying shit-at-a-wall set, meaning I threw some shit at a wall and, by the beautiful paintbrushes of their voices and minds, 
Maggie, Jeff, and Bela knocked this fun, surprising, surreal set out of the park. All right, have fun. Uh, suggestion, one word suggestion. Pleather, with a P, pleather. Mm -hmm. Charles, Charles, are you awake? Douglas, I still have the cover over my face, but I am conscious. Well, good, because uh, Santa Claus is here. <gasps> He's bringing the presents down the chimney now. Uh, I, I, I wondered if you'd want to come see. I... Don't want to lose the magic. Uh, oh, that's all right. That's all right. You stay here. You stay here. And, and I'll come get you at the usual time. Oh, now I'm all excited. Well, you know, it would be a good chance to meet him. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've heard, well, I don't know, rumors that if you meet Santa Claus, it somehow destroys the relationship. Well, it, it transforms it. Transforms it how? Well, it's hard to explain, really. Uh, you'll have to experience it. you have to experience it one day. I thought this would be the year. But there's still so many things that I want. Yes. Yes. Welcome to Galacticon, the life hack book of Galacticon Planet V. Life hack number 47, never meet your heroes. It has been said by our ancient forebears that when you meet your heroes, there ensues disappointment from an early age. The best approach in a parental or pastoral environment is to gently dissuade the younger being from ever imagining or meeting heroes in the first place. Result, easier adulthood, reward, five galactic on diamonds. I, I, I didn't expect... Santa Claus to be an alien. Ah, yes. Well, the, yes, the popular depictions of him are um, deceptive. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I thought of Santa Claus as magic, but now I think of him as something else. Yes, well, you know, as we grow up, we start to realize that magic isn't isn't real, uh, but since Santa Claus travels the entire world in the night and uh, comes down chimneys with boxes that are too big to fit, uh, obviously there's something going on there. And the fact that he's fat, really fat, it used to have a human explanation, but now it doesn't. Right. No, that's just the shape of his species. Uh, 
and he has this marvelous technology whereby he can deliver gifts to children all over the world on the same day. Isn't it, isn't it marvelous? The Santa outfit is an actual exoskeleton. Yes, yes. It's nice of him to accommodate the, the red and white uh, color scheme. I believe he can change color at will. Like a lizard. Yes, or, or an octopus. Which he somewhat resembles, don't you think? Yes. 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 I am. Um, I no longer want anything from Santa. Oh, dear. Are you put off that much? Well, you've got a whole year. You've got a whole year to think about that. Perhaps there's something alien you would like. The Galacticon V Big Life Book Hack Essential Number 5 On Galacticon, there are five essential hacks which must be obeyed at all times by minors, majors, parental and pastoral agents, and stars. Number five states that alien species must not be introduced to Galacticon or introduced into conversations when trying to persuade a younger member to change their mind. Any recording or evidence provided to the Council of Introduction of Alien Form will be prosecuted with the loss of Five coppers. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I shall have to be going away now. I, I didn't wish for that. I want you to know I, I didn't ask that from Santa. Well, thank you. That's good to hear. I, I, I have to admit there was some suspicion in my mind that it might have been you, but but no, I'm pretty sure I know who it was turned me in, so. I, I, I love you, parental unit. Yes, 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 I love you too. Sometimes I, but only sometimes, and I hope no one is listening, sometimes I wish I had never met Santa. Yes, well, there are those who think that uh, meeting your heroes is a bad idea. I obviously am not one of them. Will you ever be allowed to come back? No. No, I asked about the possibility of being reinstated as your parental unit, but no, no, you're, I will be replaced. Uh, I'm sure you will come to love them equally well, uh, and I shall not be allowed to see you again. Am I allowed to cry? Yes, I believe that is permitted.
Galacticon V, Big Book of Life, Supplemental Index D22, Miscellany. Any domestic visitations providing sterilization and cleaning of all domestic units have the ability at any given moment to communicate personal information with the council. On revelation of this information, they will be reassigned to another domestic unit for their own safety. This is also serving as a reminder that all units under 20 years of human age must be powered down by 10.002 every day. Good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. Oh, so fun to listen to. Um, Maggie, how was that on your end, putting that together? It, it, it's, it's lovely. It's, I'm afraid it's, it's hard, but it's the, the music um, it gives you so much. And it just sounded like Hitchhikers. So there was no way that I couldn't not think of that. Um, Awesome. And well done, you two, for just coping with the utter shit <laughs> I was coming out with. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful.